From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Thursday, September 9th. Due to a recent court decision, the Bureau of Land Management is once again leasing public land to the oil and gas industry. But what happens if someone bids on the land with no plan for a development? Justin Higginbottom has this report for KZMU News. It's the 1800s and the United States is expanding rapidly. There was the Louisiana Purchase and the Mexican-American War. Settlers were racing across the continent, partitioning up tribal lands. And the American government had a couple things on its mind. First, it wanted to fill the frontier with citizens. Second, it wanted these new public lands to be as productive as possible. Uh, And so by productive, they were very clear. They meant extractive uses. And so, for example, you get the Mining Law of 1872, which essentially says that if you stake a claim with proof of valuable minerals on public lands, you have the exclusive use of those public lands. And in fact, you can actually patent them and and, and make them them your own, uh, privatize them. That's James Salzman, professor of environmental law at UC Santa Barbara. He recently co-authored an article in the journal Science about this history of public lands and what happens when extraction is no longer the goal. The dynamic changes dramatically with the rise of a well-funded conservation movement and a very well-funded recreation movement. Uh, And what you see is at that point, there is uh, the beginnings of a very deep conflict over what's the proper use of our our public lands. In 2016, Terry Tempest Williams purchased drilling rights to around 450 hectares of public lands in Utah. But her leases were canceled when she made it clear she had no plans to extract the land's oil. The BLM said her purpose violated the 1920 Mineral Leasing Act. So essentially, you know, we're locked into a late 19th century, early 20th century legal regime in the 21st century. And the problem is the values have changed and the laws don't reflect that. He says there's a simple fix. Don't require extraction for leases. There's a growing number of experts calling for just this change, but it's easier said than done. It's very hard to, to change these, these public lands laws. Uh, the very famous phrase by um, Charles Wilkinson, he said, natural resources in our public lands are governed by the lords of yesterday. These laws become sticky. And you've got vested interests that are going to lobby very hard not to change them. Although with this new administration, he says there's at least a chance. Justin Higginbottom for KZMU News. Grand County High School remains temporarily closed this week due to an outbreak of COVID-19. Nine teachers and one member of the administrative team tested positive for the virus last week. Superintendent Taryn Kay said they just didn't have enough teachers to keep the school open. So when it was just one or two teachers, you know, it was possible. And then it was three or four, it was less possible. And when it hit 10, there aren't even that many teaching assistants in the building. When classes resume for the high school on Monday, masks will now be a requirement for students, faculty and staff. On Tuesday, the Southeast Utah Health Department and Grand County Commission passed a pre-K through 12 mask mandate that's in effect for the next 30 days. Kay says between the school district, health department, hospital, and county commission. We are all equally in agreement that a 30-day mask mandate is the way to go. Uh, And then we'll reevaluate it at 30 days. And if the metrics have changed, if Grand County is no longer in high transmission, And if we have 
you know, a significantly fewer percentage of positive cases, then we'll absolutely take it away, but we'll leave it in place in 30-day increments as long as the data suggests that it's the right thing to do. After the school district announced the temporary closure at the high school last week, Moab Regional Hospital and the Southeast Utah Health Department pushed COVID-19 testing over Labor Day weekend. They administered a record 360 free tests on Sunday and Monday. The health department says they typically do about 15 tests per day in their office. Kay feels that masks are the important ingredient to preventing future COVID-19 outbreaks and disruptions to in-person education. When classes first started in August, a temporary mask mandate was in place only for elementary school students. Staff and students at the middle and high school did not have to wear them. But they did all of last year, and Kay points out there were no outbreaks causing any temporary school closures. You know, we have the deep cleaning, we have the social distancing, we have smaller class sizes, we have HEPA filters in every classroom and every space. So all of those are layered mitigation strategies, and when you combine them all, they're really powerful. And mask wearing has been the one notable exception this year. I think it says volumes, and I'm, I'm as confident as I could be that once we have the mask mandate in place, I don't think that we'll see the disruption. You can keep track of COVID-19 transmission in Grand County at seuhealth.com. August Granith is the new Economic Development Director for Grand County, Granith replaces Elaine Gisler, who spent six years overseeing the Travel Council and later the Economic Development Department. Gisler left the position last month for a similar role in San Juan County. Granith has spent the last six months working as the business development specialist for the county under Gisler's management. Earlier this year, he told KZMU that the Economic Development Department is kind of working on collaborating with private public and community stakeholders to, at the end of the day, to support a robust, resilient, sustainable, and inclusive economy. As Director of Economic Development for Grand County, Granith will be responsible for promoting economic diversification and tourism. He grew up in Salt Lake City and experienced Moab as a tourist throughout his childhood. The best parts of my adolescence coming down to a family friend's cabin on the other side of the LaSalle's yeah. and kind of really experiencing that quiet, you know, for, for a kid who was playing Pokemon games in the car to have no electricity, internet, uh, running water, etc. It was a good introduction to what life can be kind of outside of the city. Granite's first day as Grand County Economic Development Director was Tuesday. And that's the KZMU News for Thursday, September 9th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. 